The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Stay cool this summer with AC Pro and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select AC Pro ready-to-use refrigerant products that include a hose and gauge. Beat the heat before you hit the road with AC Pro at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest movie news and streaming news from around the industry. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. Who is Pondex, you ask? That is a great question. Let me tell you all about them. Pondex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com and use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your first order. And if you stick around to the end of the show, we feature our Poddex segment at the end, and you can see Poddex in action. But first, our main topic, the 2022 Academy Award nominations are finally announced. Today we're diving into the surprises and snubs. 
With the nominations finally announced for the 94th Academy Awards, it's not only time to discuss who will win. Or I should say who will win when the awards take place on March 27th, but also what nominations were a complete surprise and what nominations were shockingly left out. As anticipated, The Power of the Dog dominated the nominations with 12, while Dune comes away with just 10. West Side Story and Belfast each earned seven nominations, but today's nominations were still full of some major snubs and some pleasant surprises. So let's take a look at some of the biggest shocks from today's Oscar nominations. Surprise? Tick, tick, boom! In the tragedy of Macbeth, miss Best Picture. Drive My Car and Nightmare Alley make the cut. Arguably the biggest snub in the Best Picture category comes from Lin-Manuel Miranda's directorial debut, Tick, Tick, Boom, which only earned two nominations in film editing and a Best Actor nomination for Andrew Garfield. Beyond the power of the dog and Don't Look Up, Miranda's film felt like one of Netflix's biggest competitors for Best Picture. Less certain was Joel Cohen's The Tragedy of Macbeth, which seemed like it might have outside, had excuse me, an outside shot in Oscar's biggest category. Macbeth earned three nominations for cinematography, production design, and actor in a leading role for Denzel Washington. But this Shakespeare adaptation couldn't quite make it to the big picture, or best picture. However, the category did include just two surprises. Drive My Car still seemed like a dark horse in this category, despite winning best picture for multiple award groups. But... The gorgeous and quiet film couldn't be ignored in this conversation of the year's best films, but arguably the biggest surprise was Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro's first film since his Oscar-winning The Shape of Water. Earning a Best Picture nomination, Nightmare Alley earned four nominations overall, but after an okay reception, just didn't seem like Nightmare Alley would be called one of the ten best films of 2021. Surprise? The Academy loves Belfast just not as much as expected. While Belfast tied for the third most awarded film this morning, earning seven nominations in categories like Best Picture, Best Director, um, Best Supporting Actor and Actress, and Original Screenplay, it's surprising it didn't receive more nominations. Judy Dench ended up edging her out in the category while... Oh man, I'm bad with names. Sierran Hins was... Ex- expected to earn a Best Supporting Actor nomination, and did. There's also the possibility that Jamie Dornan would also receive a nomination in the category. And considering that the Academy loves black and white films, and that Belfast has been nominated by several critics, by several critic groups for its cinematography, the absence in the cinematography category felt like a bit of a surprise. Sure, Belfast received a ton of nominations, but it kind of shocked that it didn't get even more nominations. Snub, Dennis Villeneuve, Dune, for Best Director. With ten ten nominations, Dune seems like a shoe-in with many of the technical categories, and even made its way onto the list of adapted screenplay nominations. But despite being the second most nominated film at the 2022 Academy Awards, one of the most expected nominations never came, as Dennis Villeneuve was snubbed for directing. He was previously nominated in 2017 for directing Arrival, a great sci-fi film that you should watch if you haven't seen it. And while he received two nominations for co-writing Dune's screenplay and for producing the film, 
he seemed like an obvious choice in the directing category. Instead, the Academy went for smaller films like Belfast, Drive My Car, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, and gave Steven Spielberg another nomination, making his, making his the first person to receive Best Director nominations in six different categories. Maybe like with Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, earning Peter Jackson his Best Director Oscar, the Academy is waiting until the end of the epic story before they award him. Snub? Best Actor, Nicolas Cage in Pig. Yeah, this one really shocked me, honestly. Nicolas Cage hasn't been nominated for an Academy Award since 2003, when he played twin brothers and writers Charlie and Donald Kaufman in Adaptation. While many focus on the more absurd films Cage has made over the past two decades, Cage has given some incredibly quiet and nuanced performances since its last nomination. While it's easy to remember the films like Mandy and Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, both also great performances in their own right. Many have overlooked films like David Gordon Green's Joe or Last Year's Pig, which might be Cage's most beautiful performance to date. It's easy to see how Pig might have been misconstrued as Cage's take on John Wick with a missing truffle pig in place of a dead dog. But as the lead character Robin, a former chef who just wants to find the only thing that means anything to him in the world, Cage gives possibly the best performance of 2021. Robin doesn't say much, but when he does, feels considered integral to knowing what, who this mysterious recluse is. Pig only works because of Cage's doing here. And while the Academy often prefers more showy performances, Cage's insular role might have been a harder sell to those voters looking for flashy examples of acting prowess. Cage was a dark horse possibly possibility in a packed category of solid performances, but is still arguably the biggest snub in this year's nominations. Another snub, the Academy doesn't care for Ridley Scott with no nominations for Lady Gaga, Gaga, excuse me, Jared Leto, and nothing for The Last Duel. Despite putting out both The Last Duel and House of Gucci, both of which seemed like real Oscar contenders before the release, the Oscars only threw one nomination Ridley Scott's way for House of Gucci's makeup and hairstyling. House of Gucci's last lack of nominations was huge shock, with Lady Gaga not getting an expected nomination for Best Actress, and Jared Leto missing the opportunity to be one of the few actors to get nominated for a Razzie and an Oscar in the same year for his portrayal in the House of Gucci. But leaving House of Gucci out of the costume design category also seems especially... Uh, odd. And another surprise, international feature nominees in major categories. In the past few years, the Academy has been far more open to nominating international films in more than just the best international feature film category. Last year, Thomas Vittenberg was nominated in Best Director for Another Round Cold War, was nominated in Best Director, Best Cinematography categories, and of course Parasite dominated the awards in 2020. But thankfully, this trend continues this year with two of the best international films. In addition to a nomination in Best International Film, Norway's The Worst Person in the World also earned a well-deserved nomination in right, edging out Aaron Sorkin's screenplay for Being the Ricardos. But arguably, the most awarded international film of 2021, Drive My Car, ended up a real winner in the other nominations, picking up nominations in writing, Best Directing, and a Best Picture nomination. It's great to see the Academy Award 
the Academy awarding international films in other categories. But it would also been great to see some of the, the actors and actresses in the acting categories. And when it comes to best film editing for a snub, Summer of Soul. Considering that documentaries are largely put together in the editing room, it's shocking how rarely documentaries ever appear in this category. The only documentary to get nominated in this category was 1994's Hoop Dreams from Steve James. And it's ridiculous that some of the most well-edited films of the year are rarely in consideration. As with most years, the Best Film Editing nominees is comprised of five narrative features, but Questlove's Summer of Soul documentary certainly deserves placement on this list, considering how much the first-time filmmaker is attempting to do all at once. Another unusual name amongst this year's nominations came from A Yak in the Classroom Making the Cut in the International Feature Film, making the cut over more popular titles like A Hero, A24's Lamb, and Compartment Number 6. Uh, Bhutan's nominee in this category wasn't as familiar as names like Drive My Car, Flea, The Hand of God, The Worst Person in the World. Kudos to the Academy for giving a lesser-known film in, in this category the nomination. But it still was a bit of a surprise to not see a film like Fahadi's latest lose to a yak. And now on to our second topic. The Matrix lawsuit. Matrix Resurrection's co-producer is suing Warner Brothers over, a, over the simultaneous release. The Village Roadshow is suing Warner Brothers over the simultaneous release of the Matrix Resurrections, according to a report released in the Wall Street Journal. Unfortunately, the, that full story is actually hidden behind a paywall. Go figure. The primary complaint in the lawsuit relates to Warner Media Chief Jason Killer's Project Popcorn, a pandemic-era initiative that offered all of Warner Brothers' 2021 theatrical releases simultaneously on HBO Max for the first 31 days of theatrical release. According to the report, although Warner Brothers paid out over $200 million in new compensation to people talent in the 2021 lineup, including The Little Things, The Suicide Squad, and Reminiscence. However, people involved with The Matrix Resurrections, at least not Village Roadshow, did not receive the same additional compensation. The Matrix 4 co-producer, Village Roadshow, filed a suit alleging Warner Brothers, owned by AT&T Incorporated, moved to simultaneous release in 2021, was a breach of contract, similar to the lawsuit filed by Scarlett Johansson, over the simultaneous release of Black Widow. The suit also alleges the studio moved the release date of the film to 2021 from 2022 to attract more HBO Max subscribers, depri depriving excuse me, the filmmaking company of theater revenue. The Village Roadshow lawsuit claims that The Matrix Resurrections performed disappointingly at the box office, garnering only a fraction of the revenue generated by its predecessors. Which is true. The Matrix Resurrections earned just $38 million domestically, compared to $171 million for The Matrix, $281 million for The Matrix Reloaded, and $138 million for The Matrix Revolutions. However, that's not the only thing the court may consider for the lawsuit. They'll also consider how the film performed compared to other theatrical releases that came out during the same period and other movies released through a simultaneous release format. The Forbes article also goes over these points in detail, disputing the lawsuit's claims. 
other films released during the pandemic performed well at the box office, including Spider-Man No Way Home, which, unlike The Matrix Resurrections, wasn't released on a streaming platform when it came out in theaters. Some things shouldn't be about profit, but public safety and access... In America and elsewhere in the world, access for the disabled, elderly, elderly and marginalized is even a right. These lawsuits are clinging to a bygone era when COVID-19 isn't a constant reality. And as long as the government prioritizes personal choice over public safety, which seems likely considering the recent Supreme Court decision striking down the federal mandate requiring the vaccine, movie theaters will remain unsafe for the disabled. It seems especially unwarranted to fight this battle with the Matrix Resurrections. In the Village Roadshow lawsuit, the company said that it co-owns intellectual property rights on almost 100 films. And the company has paid more than $4.5 billion to Warner Brothers to produce and distribute for 25 years. And now on to some more, I guess, sadder news. Mission Impossible 7 and 8 are planned to be Tom Cruise's final send-off. Mission Impossible 7 and 8 are reportedly planned as Tom Cruise's send-off from the action franchise. He's enjoyed a successful ride as IMF agent Ethan Hunt for more than 20 years. Following Mission Impossible's debut in 1996. Sadly, I remember watching that in theaters. Now that I think about it, I think I've watched every Mission Impossible movie in theaters. However, in more... Recent years, the action series and Cruise's role as Hunt have become more beloved. This really took off with Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, but Mission Impossible Fallout cemented the franchise's status as a current Hollywood favorite. So much so that Paramount greenlit two sequels, directed by Christopher McQuarrie and starring Christopher, er, excuse me, starring Tom Cruise. The plans for Mission Impossible 7 and 8 have not been easy to pull off, though. The movies were supposed to start a back-to-back shoot in early 2020, but COVID lockdowns hindered the seventh movie right from the start. Although the first sequel has wrapped production, Mission Impossible 8 still has to get off the ground. This has forced Paramount to repeatedly delay the movies initially set for 2021 and 2022 release dates, and will now arrive in 2023 and 2024. And now it seems like these movies will be the last time Tom Cruise plays Ethan Hunt. According to a report from Variety, the plan for the two films is for them to serve as Cruise's send-off from the franchise. The report notes that the films are eyed as a culmination of the franchise and Ethan Hunt's individual journey in it. Plot details on the two films are still heavily guarded, so it's unclear what threat Ethan Hunt will go up against in his potential final outing. However, the films wrapping up his story are not confirmed by... Cruise, Paramount, or McQuarrie at this point. Tom Cruise hanging up Ethan Hunt's spy gear after Mission Impossible 7 and 8 will only come after he surely delivers two more thrilling action blockbusters. If Mission Impossible 7 and 8 are the final appearances of Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt, it will mark the end of an incredible journey. Due to the delayed release dates, he will have played the IMF spy for nearly 30 years. When everything is said and done, that's quite a miraculous ride that easily puts other longtime cinematic journeys like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine or Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man to shame. 
While it might not be too surprising either, considering Cruz's age, it will certainly be an emotional experience in 2024, no matter how Ethan Hunt's story concludes. And now, for our very end, it is what we consider the Poddex segment. Uh, you can check out poddex.com and use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your purchase. Uh, today's question is, would you rather have all your teeth fall out at once or all your hair? I'm going to go with hair. Just, I mean, you can't really eat if you don't have your teeth and then your hair. You just go bald. Like, plenty of people have taken up being bald, so. Not really much of a question, I guess. Uh, so, uh, next one's gonna be... Would you rather humble yourself and become a janitor or a dishwasher? That's tough. That's actually a tough question. Um, I'm gonna go with... Hmm. Ah, that's tough. I'm gonna go with janitor because I think partly you work on your own schedule somewhat. But yeah, I'm gonna go with janitor. But hey, I gotta give a shout out to Ken the Content Coach on Instagram for showing me how to put the Poddex app on the screen so y'all can see it. That helped a lot. So check him out today on Instagram at Ken the Content Coach. Believe that's his thing. I'll link his uh, Instagram in the uh, description. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Sports are easy to disagree on. Let's see what happens when sports talk hosts talk about something they agree on. No, 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 hold on. I'm saying drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Well, I disagree. I think drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. <laughs> Come on, Wait, I think we're saying the same thing. Oh, so uh, what do we do now? Everyone agrees that drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2020 and May 2021. Potential savings will vary. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.